0: So today, what I'm going to share with you is really truly just a conversation. There's really no big intro in the beginning of it or exit, but a conversation I had with Jacqueline Martinez. And Jacqueline and I have known each other for a while. She is a career and HR coach. She also is a human resources advisor, a human design strategist. She really is all things talent, recruiting, and career. So I had three questions that I had written down that had kind of been common things that had come up in my coaching with my people. And I wanted her take and kind of the real truth on whether or not you do need to have all of the credentials that might be listed in a job posting. Should you apply even if you don't have them? And what do you do even if you don't have them? Also wanted her opinion on this whole, like, I want a flexible schedule. I don't want to leave the job I'm in because I fear that I won't be able to find the flexibility I currently have and want. So what's that all about? How do you tackle that? And then the last question that I had written down was, how do you ask for what you really want? So Jacqueline and I had a conversation around all these things, plus much more. And I think this is a great listen for someone, regardless of whether or not they are trying to hire someone to work in their business or bring on an additional petite person to their team, or if you are actually out there or thinking about looking for a new job. So kind of both ways, this can be super helpful. Plus, just helpful to talk about how to have difficult conversations. All right, sit back, buckle up, and listen in to my conversation with Jacqueline. Hey, so Jacqueline and I are talking about women looking for jobs, applying for jobs, having new jobs, the whole thing, jobs, right? And so she and I started talking about this about a month ago, and I sent her a couple questions that always come up with my people. And I think the first thing I would just love to dive into is Jacqueline, what do you think about this? women always thinking they have to have all of the credentials before they apply for something. What is your take on it?
1: Oh my gosh, Andrea. Yes. I have lots of takes on it. (laughs) You know, (laughs) know, I mean, being a woman and, and being someone who used to think that I needed to check every box before applying to a job, you know, as soon as I got on the other side of that, especially, you know, as an HR person who is hiring people constantly and realizing that Job descriptions, first of all, <laughs> are not set in stone, and a lot of times they're thrown together, okay so that's just the majority of it and so basically what we're what we're doing is we're taking a job and we're saying we think this person will need all these qualifications to do this job. There are some places right without getting too technical and too HRE that are really good at writing job descriptions and job ads and that's awesome, but still, those requirements don't necessarily inform a company about what it takes to do a job because everybody has a unique approach and everybody has a unique learning style. And so basically when it comes to people, especially women looking for jobs, right. It's a lot of times just shrink back when they start seeing, you know, you need 10 years of experience and you need this and you need that. And I just invite any, if there's anybody in that position or, you know, thinking about getting themselves into a position where they're looking for a role. It's like, first start with you, right? Like think about the things that you have to offer, what your learning style is, and mm-hmm. just start there before going out and looking at what people are asking for, because that'll just shoot your confidence down. Right yes. What do you think? Yes. I think that
0: what's interesting is I always say to them, okay, you're saying you don't have X, but what do you have? Like, what are yeah. you bringing to the table? we always go to the what we don't have part versus what we do have and i think i also and maybe you tell me if i'm wrong about this cuz you know more about this than me but when some when a company is writing a job description they're writing like best case scenario like we would if i mean if this were like a complete home run these this person would have these 10 things but they are so willing to work with someone that has six of
1: them or seven of them too <laughs> I can't yeah. even tell you, Andrea. So, I've been hiring for 10 years and I've been okay. writing job descriptions and job ads with hiring managers for 10 years or more. And I 100% of the time don't hire somebody with the qualifications on the job ad because that's just not realistic. And it is a wish list. So, yes. when you think about, okay, what does 10 years of experience in this field or in this industry actually mean and translate mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. Or what does Great communication skills. That's just a, a kind yeah, of what does that really? Yeah. What does that actually mean? Or I need this certification. Okay. What does that actually bring to this role? And then, you know, figuring out for yourself what do you have in place of that? Okay. So you don't have 10 years in this industry, but what do you have? Just like you mentioned. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I have 10 years, you know, here, 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 here. Okay. What did that actually teach you? How adaptable you are, how resilient you are. And then I mean, I think the key thing is just being able to show, I say, show your work. Like I'm talking yeah. to my creator, show yeah. your work, show your work. Give what us all the, the steps. Examples? Yeah. What are the examples? What? I mean, tell me, tell me, it's your story to tell, tell it however yes. you want truthfully, but however you want. Right. All it so what? All right. So if you're going to tell your story, then how do you ask for what you really want? I'm getting so worked up over here. My we're on camera and my, my Zoom camera got all blurry. All I'm, fogged so, excited. Up. Yes. I'm like so excited. I'm really like <laughs> hand gestures. Okay, nobody can see that. How do you ask for what you really want? This is a tough one because first you have to know
0: what you really want. Yeah. Okay. So that's us start there. Like I think sometimes that's what I say to my people, like, okay, what do you really want? And a lot of times they can't really express it. So all right. So how do you here's a little take on this. So sometimes I say, okay, what do you really want? What you really want is to feel a certain way. Completely. It is not necessarily a factual thing. It's just how you want to feel.
1: Yeah. All I mean, at, you know this hundred percent And I'm sure you you tell everybody that you work with that what we're all going for is a feeling. And we mm-hmm. the the thing that we think that we want is what we'll, we think will get get us that feeling. Yes. So you want more money, right? Well, what will that actually bring you? More freedom, more happiness, you know, more right. security. All of those things are legit. Right, right. But knowing why it is, so say you want something, knowing why you want it is also really powerful. Yes. And important. But really simply, you know, okay. So there are two, I feel like there are two types of people when, in term, when it comes to, and we could so get into the details here. I'm going to try not to. Two kinds of people knowing what they want. There's one person who actively seeks that feeling, even though they may not be able to articulate that's what they're doing. They Uh know what feeling they're going for. They just don't know exactly how to get it. Okay. And then the other kind of person who knows exactly what they want, but isn't really aware of the feeling aspect of it. That's true. um,
0: Because think of the person that does say, "Like I want to make X amount of money." Yeah, like that is what they're going for, and they may and. But they don't they haven't really considered any of the other factors that this new working environment might bring and even when they say they want X amount of money, sometimes I question, is that because getting X amount of money, which is more than you're making now will fake will make you feel more worthy, more valuable, more respected right or is it, do you feel like you deserve it? And it's okay to feel all these things. None of these are like bad, right? Totally, But yeah. kind of identifying like, why do you want that? So maybe you're not getting the exact amount of money, but maybe you're getting a way better title and an opportunity to do more. Like what's the trade-off there? Is, the, is it really about the
1: money or is it really about the opportunity or who knows? Totally, yeah, total compensation. That's the conversation I have with candidates every single day because it's not, yes. you know, I, I'm i saying, you know, truthfully, I can offer this and there are all these other things to keep, take into consideration. And, you know, this is what the total package looks like. And I feel like the modern job seeker or the, you know, person transitioning pretty well knows that, but a lot of times they're just searching for the next thing, not really knowing why they're exiting, what they're exiting from. Sometimes they yeah. do know, which is great, but what is it that they're really going for that they don't have right now? So what I do is I ask them to do one thing. I Ask them to take it an actual sheet of paper, <laughs> an actual, you know, yes. in yes. a notebook, yes. not just a screen, fold it in half vertically. And on the left side of the page, right? What's your ideal day look like? And then just the aspects of it inside of work, outside of work. What are you wearing? Who are you talking to? Is there a commute? All of that. And then on the other side, what do you not want to bring with you into your next role? This is such a, this is so simple. And I'm sure you have people do this, but that exercise, I just call it clarity exercise. And it literally brings them into a place of like, oh, these are the things that light me up and keep me going my hinging points. And then these are the aspects that I want to stay away from. And even if they just toss that piece of paper to the side, as they're making their decisions, moving forward it will help. It will act as a natural filter in their mind as they're mm-hmm. their options, because a lot of times they can find an opportunity, you know, get an offer for, you know, a large amount of money and that will dazzle them. And they'll be like, yeah, this is great. Like it's all the things I thought I wanted, but if they run it through that filter of what lights them up versus what they don't want to bring with them and they really weigh in, you know, into those factors, sometimes they'll be surprised with what they come up with because the important things to them may not be you know, the things that are spelled out in an offer situation or the things that are important to other people. Um, it really is individual here. So taking some time to figure out what is it that I want, AKA, what is it that lights me up and keeps me feeling well and whole <laughs> in my day? Yeah. That filter is a great mechanism. I love that idea,
0: putting it through the filter because we, we oftentimes can also get swept away by the bells and whistles, and but it not necessarily looking how it's going to impact us in the long run.
1: Gosh. Yeah. And I've been there. It was an amazing learning opportunity for me at the time, but uh-huh. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was not, I was not happy. Right. Like, wow, I was yes. not well, and so how do we ask for what we really want? I think it starts with first having a strong conviction around what it is that we really want. Yes. And that makes asking for it that much easier. All right. So let's, so based on the what we really want,
0: I haven't met one person that has said to me, well, what I really want is for a job to not be flexible. Everybody, <laughs> is, always, right? they, everybody is always saying, well, it has to be flexible, it has to be flexible. I mean, tell me what you think about this whole flexible word and what it means in the workforce in August of 2021, because are we living in a automatically flexible world or what do you think?
1: think? Yeah. That is such a charged word because it can mean so many things for so many people. Right. But let's face it over the last few years, especially we've been inching toward people have more freedom and more self-authority and the opportunity to be leaders of themselves. And so yes. that can mean some people, some people, flexibility means work hours. They can go online with, when they want, they can do their own thing. A lot of people love that. Sometimes flexibility means I'm not micromanaged, right? Like I have authority mm-hmm. and autonomy over the work that I do every day. Even if I go into an office, sometimes it means, you know, I complete projects at my pace or whatever. And so it really depends on the person. So I usually ask people to dive into that a little bit. Okay. What would ideally a flexible schedule, flexible environment look like for you? Um, And then it could be, you know, any of those things, but everybody has a history that they bring with them. Right. (laughs) Yeah, The the
0: flexible usually has like baggage attached to it because they've been in a situation where they were micromanaged or where they weren't allowed to, they were required to work only nine to five or whatever. You're right. There's like a, stuff that comes with flexible in their
1: brains. Yeah. Yeah, And I'm so like, I'm very, very passionate about right. Companies treating people well and people showing up as leaders of themselves at work. Like I'm just Uh very passionate about that match going well. However, even today, companies are not as modern as they could be. So they have a little bit of catching up to do in terms of flexibility and trust. And we're inching toward that paradigm, but we're not quite there yet. And so. What's going to continue happening is I think you know, people are going, going to keep demanding it or asking for it or whatever, which I encourage them to do. Um, <laughs> and yes. the companies are going to have to meet that because people aren't going to want to work for them, honestly. And then from a company perspective, they're going to have to get really good at managing or I don't know, not empowering people. I don't necessarily like that term, but reminding people of their power um, while also holding them accountable. Accountability is a huge part of this. Yes, um, We can trust people, but verification is still part of the game. So anyway, again, I could dive in deep, <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh, flexibility is very attainable. I do encourage anyone too, who has baggage, like you mentioned, Yes, who honestly release the baggage because those patterns of whatever it is, micromanagement or
0: They will follow you.
1: They will follow you. Like, it's not like you're going to get a new job and all of a sudden all that's going to go away. Right. You have to release that. I Um, always say also, you have
0: to love the job you're in before you leave it. So if you're you're leaving a job because you hate it and you can't stand it anymore and you kind of go out with that attitude, it's probably not going to bode well. So one of my things that I like to say is you have to love it before you leave it. And that could just mean that you love the job for what it is and it's no longer a job for you. It's for someone else. Someone else is going to have a great time here, but it's just not for you any longer. And like, that's okay that it's not for you any longer. But going out with like such animosity is not helpful. I don't think. Yeah,
1: it's it not helpful at all. You're right. And any situation that we are in that isn't favorable, it's there to teach us something. Or point out, you know, an opportunity in our lives that needs to be looked into further. So that's the hard part, you know, about going through trials and and hard work situations. You name it, I've been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have too. I have too. (laughs) Yeah, it's taking me a long time to realize. Okay, I'm in this. What is this reflecting back to me about me, or what do I just need to accept and That's never fun. But no, it's never fun. It's never fun.
0: And also the other thing is like learning how to have those hard conversations. Because you're gonna have to have this is an interesting point too. I just made this the other day with someone. So she's not happy in her job. So she wants to look for a new job. But then she's worried like she's gonna have to, you know, this that whole interview process asking for what she wants in a new job setting is gonna be hard too. I'm like, okay. So why don't we have a hard conversation number one with the job you're in currently to give you a little practice. (laughs) potentially in having these difficult conversations, because if you do end up leaving, you're probably going to have to have some difficult conversations in that process. So you're not like escaping the challenging conversations. It's just, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. So you're not going to leave and think it's all going to be better and easy, but that's not necessarily true.
1: And that may be the lesson that you need to learn is how to have hard conversations. Right. (laughs) Right. When you think about what you want, it's also, Right, the next level of yourself. So, mm-hmm. the next level of yourself is probably somebody who has hard conversations either more easily or with more co- courage or whatever. And how are you going to learn that unless you do it? Correct. Correct. Actually, the name of this podcast is Time to Level Up, right? So, it's
0: like, get to oh. that next level. You're going to have to have that hard conversation. So, okay. okay. So, here's another thought that just came to me yeah. What about the people who have stayed in their job for 100 years? Because they fear that they're not going to get in a new job kind of what they have now. So this, again, sometimes goes back to the flexible, like I'm not going to get the flexibility I have in another job like I have
1: now. I always argue not necessarily true. I mean, what are your thoughts on that one? Definitely not necessarily true. I mean, honestly, if you can think of it, it's out there. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah there's shirt. plenty. There's an abundance of flexible jobs. There's an abundance of compensation. You know, there's an abundance of BTO, and so yeah, I would just encourage that person or that you know, with that thought, to think what else. What are just explain those fears and um, yeah. think. I don't know. Just, just look at them. <laughs> look right, at them, look at them objectively.
0: Like, really, why are you feeling this? Way? Yeah. There's a thought that's creating it. And why are you feeling like you won't? I guess, why are you feeling stuck? Right? Like you're stuck in this place you're in. What's behind all of that?
1: Yeah. And, because honestly, I had somebody that I was working with recently. We worked for months on getting an application and like this, you know, video resume and all of the stuff and went through the interview process and it wasn't, you Know she had this job in her mind thinking it was going to be so awesome and so great and a little bit more flexible, and it was okay. Um, she mm-hmm. you know could have taken it, but she came back to me and she said, Thank you, you know, for all of your help. However, <laughs> yeah, I'm recognized where I am, and I have the collaboration where I am, and you know, I have tenure where I am, and mm-hmm. actually, where I'm at isn't so bad. Not and so bad. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was an interesting reflection, and it helps you know, it's a good reminder to look at the good.
0: (laughs) Right, right. So, and I think sometimes people come, like they probably come to you or they come to me and they always say like something needs to change. Usually someone's coming to me, thinks something needs to change, not necessarily finding a new job, but something needs to change in their business or their work or their life or whatever. But once they start to reflect on what they actually do have, sometimes it doesn't seem so bad. So Mm -hmm. just going through the exercise
1: of doing that
0: Completely Amazing.
1: Andrea. Super and you know helpful. what happened in that situation with your client or even mine is something did change. That person changed. <laughs> yes. Yes. And You're so right, right. yep, w- yeah, whatever it is they needed to reconcile in their mind or in their heart, um, something changed and a new level of acceptance of acceptance automatically opens up, you know, opportunity for more to come in, whether it's them being able to see what they already have or even something new that they haven't even seen yet Just come so, in. Cause sometimes people will say to me, well, what can you guarantee?
0: Like if I work with you, what can you guarantee? Like what, what, I'm like, you really can't guarantee much, but I do say you can guarantee that I will give you the opportunity, whether you take it or not is another story, but I will give you the opportunity to think about things differently. Ooh. Like I will hold space and help you think about things differently. If you're ready to go there, which is kind of what we're saying. Like, thinking about things in a different way. So you've shown up now as a different
1: person. Totally. Yes. My, yes. I love that guarantee. That's so funny. I guess my guarantee would be, I guarantee that you will have the opportunity to learn about yourself.
0: <laughs> yes. Same thing, right? It's just a different just way. So, yes,
1: yeah, yeah. I guess my way, it's just, I guess that freezing can be really scary because people are like, oh, well, I don't, what's, what's that? Do I, I really help.
0: want to think about myself differently?
1: Yeah. <laughs> It helps. It, it changes everything. That's so cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, so I just I have one last question for you before we wrap up. And so this is kind of like on the other side of the spectrum. I people who want to hire. Okay, so they want to bring someone onto their team. They they want to if in, if they're an entrepreneur or if they're in a corporate setting, they want to ask for additional resources. So they want to ask for someone to join their team at maybe a corporate level, and then they always get stuck and thinking there's two things two common things i ha- that happen one is why would anyone want to work with me or why would anyone want this job that may not pay millions of dollars or be full-time or part-time or whatever like their hang up is right why would anyone want that and then the other piece the other hang up is they just can't quite put it all into words and they'll just know the person when they meet them so those are my two those are the two things that i
1: here a lot. I don't know.
0: Any thoughts on
1: that? Uh, yes. Thank you for asking. I have tons of thoughts. Yes. Okay. So for just like with a job seeker, right? You tell your own story as a company, you tell your own story, make sure it's truthful and transparent, tell your own story. And so there is a, again, an abundance, there's an abundance of job applicants for your role. And There's just, there just it is, even if that person isn't jobless right now, they are, there's somebody who is looking for what you have. Mm-hmm. And so, for the person who's saying, you know, why would someone want to work with me, encourage you to go in and look at your strengths, you know, look at the things that you have to offer. But that's kind of a different personal development type thing. For the company, though, for the opportunity, if you haven't worked with your, whether it's an employer branding person, and this is internal or the recruiter or whoever it is, they have to sell that job however many times a day. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, talk to them about marketing because it's all it is at this point is marketing again, truthful. It is. And then if they can't put into words what that type of person is start with again, the requirements, I put that in quotes because it's like, yeah, yeah, you want somebody, if they're getting into a marketing job, for example, of course you want somebody who has some marketing experience. doesn't have to be 10 years or 20, but they need to have, you know, exhibited that they can Put together a marketing campaign, you know, get people to buy whatever it is they're selling and do that over and over again. So yep. it's really then the competencies or the, you know, these certain skills, they want like just pick five of them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> five things that you want somebody to come in and do. Because if you want someone to join your team, you're filling a gap. There's a gap there. So what is the gap? They need to come in and solve that problem. What competencies, what skills need to? Ha- be had to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's and true. Then, Cause they're
0: just, they are coming in to solve a problem in any yeah. setting here. You're right. What's the problem? Yeah.
1: What's, what's the problem I'm trying to solve? And then say, you know, this person also needs to be outward facing. So they need to be, you know, a good communicator or say they're internal facing and techie. So they need to be more technical and put those little nuances in place. It's really just a formula. Um, it is kind of just a formula, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Cause you,
0: it, I was, I, I say sometimes it's like a puzzle. So you just need to have someone that's going to complete the puzzle and they, the pieces of the puzzle, maybe like these it's inward facing or outward facing. Like, do they have that piece or they want to work 20 hours a week versus 80 hours a week. Do they have that piece do, and right. you just find someone to complete the puzzle. It's not super hard. No. To to
1: put and on. it's crazy when I put stuff out, I don't know. It's like a magnet just, People, and I'm not saying every time I put out a job at the perfect person comes. I right. have to do my work as well, but it's like it's just it's magnetism. That's really what it is. You're attracting the people to you by putting out what it is that you want. And so yeah, it's a puzzle. Just start jotting things down, even if it's not perfect. Just right. start. Just start somewhere. Just start yeah. somewhere. And
0: I think you're probably gonna learn in the process of putting it on paper and then starting to talk about it with words like out loud what you're really looking for.
1: So 100% and- of the time that happens Andrea. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> because I I mean part of my job is to consult, you know, hiring managers on what it is they're looking for. And so part of that process is we'll start hiring and I'll start, you know, sending them applicants or we start, you know, talking about people who have applied to the job and they'll, you know, get even further into the weeds like, "Ooh, no, not this." Or and they'll get further clarity. Yes, so a part of the process is like just start like start responding to things. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Well, okay. What's
0: the advantage if it's a small business? Yeah. Um, what's the advantage of having some some help in finding that right person? Because I know a lot of small businesses, they'll just say, "Well, we're just going to put the job up on Indeed," and they're not into hiring. Isn't their thing? Like that's not their specialty. So tell me, like, what what would you bring to the party? I guess.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> I call myself a vibe finder. And so Ooh, I like that. I know it's I like kind it. of cheesy, but it's true that yeah. is, my, my energy is really my strength. And so when I'm hiring, when I'm attracting people, when I'm hiring people, literally I'm bringing the people in who match my vibe. And so I meet some fantastic people. <laughs> like I'm amazed yeah. every single yeah. day. At the smart, talented, amazing people I get to meet, and so your company—if you're a small business—has its own vibe. And if you're not putting a lot of intention, and not because you don't want to, but because you can't—you're strapped for time, you're strapped for resources—you're not really putting any intention or any energy into that. Then you're not really going to get anything out of your efforts. You're going to get, you know, some haphazard results, and that's the last thing you want. Especially if you're a small business and you don't have that many people working with you. Every person. Their talent, counts. and yet yeah, they count. They just it matters, and so I don't think at all that recruiting needs to be expensive. I think that it can be pretty affordable, but at the same time, in it's a huge deal. Who you hire is a huge deal. Yeah, it is a
0: huge deal. It is because I think it's a, it's if you're going to put whatever kind of resources you put towards it, whether that's just time, energy, money, whatever it is. Yeah. Um. In order to get the biggest bang for your buck, like why not put that vibe out the right way the first time?
1: Yeah. But exactly. Exactly. Know? You, oh, know why not? Not. <laughs> you know what? You know what? All
0: right. So this has been super fun. I hope everybody enjoyed listening to our banter back and forth because we both. I mean, lots of people that I work with are super happy in their jobs, and they oh, that's great. love their jobs. But there's always, if they're working with me, they're probably wanting to like up their, you know, level up, right? Like get better at what they're doing. And I think part of that, even if you're not looking for a job is being able to kind of sell yourself, market yourself, tell your story in any situation um, because you never really, A, you never really know. And B, it's a good skill just to have if, even if you wanted to advance within your own organization, you're currently, you're currently in.
1: So completely. anyway, any parting thoughts? Yeah, talk. Andrea, this has been super fun. I obviously get really excited and <laughs> could talk on this topic all day. But yeah, I think a lot of people come to me too when they're in a position where they're like, I know I want to transition, but I'm not quite sure where I want to transition. And so that's, I mean, a lot like you, that's when the, the clarity conversation comes into play. Yes. Who am I really? And I feel like that's what we're really getting at. And everyone just wants to feel like they're, you know, fulfilled and growing. And so that's what right. we're. That's what we're trying and, you Here. and
0: you don't have to figure it all out by yourself. So I've, sometimes they'll say, well, I, b- before I talk to you, I want to have figured it all out. And like, no, that's why we are talking. Uh, right? Like you, <laughs> no, you don't have to have come yes. all figured it all
1: out. So you're doing great work. So yes. And it's, you don't have uh, to yeah. all figure it out. Yeah, you don't.
0: No. All right, everybody, check out the show notes for ways to connect further with us to follow us, to get more insight. We will have um, both of our contact info and platforms and handles and all the good stuff down in the show notes.
1: You got it. We can't wait to talk to you. Okay. Thank you so much, Andrea. You are so
0: welcome. This was fun.
1: It was. Super fun. So what
0: did you think of that conversation? I loved the parts where we talked about writing your own story. I loved when we talked about making sure you fit with the vibe of the organization or the people you bring on if they fit with the vibe. Also loved our discussion about flexible and all the ways we can define flexible. So if you think this episode would be helpful to someone you know, go ahead, go share it. You are doing them a favor. People are happy to listen to things that others recommend. So be that great friend and share it. And if you would love some help in kind of thinking about this type of thing, feel free to schedule a call with me and we can figure out what's best for you, whether or not I can help you or I can point you in the right direction. And make sure that you go follow Jacqueline on social media and follow me if you're not doing that right now already. All right, my friends, have a great week. Until next time, remember, it is always a good time to up your game, to up level, to take it to the next level. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you're ready to commit to personal and professional growth, move forward, make money, and manage life, head to AndreaLibros.com. That's A-N-D-R-E-A-L-I-E-B-R-O-S-S dot com to find out about the ways we can work together. Until next time, go level up.